G'day punters, we're back for another episode of The Wayne. I'm joined by my co-host, Luke Marlow. I'll bring him in straight away. Hey Luke, how was your weekend and how did you think the track played at Randwick? G'day BJ, g'day everyone. Uh, great weekend, really enjoyed the racing and I thought the track played fantastic. Obviously it was firm, they'd had uh, no irrigation for the week with these storms floating around. The storms completely dodged Randwick until just before the flight stakes when one hit. But um, it was firm and fast early. I thought it played really well. And um, it was a good punning day, mate. Yeah, it was interesting on uh, Friday at about 5 p.m. I'm in Botany. Um, I'm, I'm not sure mm. if you copped it in Coogee, but we had a massive storm. There was hail. I was expecting at least a soft five, soft six. Yeah, I know. I think they got 3.2 mil uh, Friday evening. But, um, yeah, it was amazing how it how the, the main storm sort of missed Randwick, but uh, that was a good thing. I think um, it was just a, a good, firm, fast track. Um, uh, it wasn't mad leaders either. Like, yes, they were running time, but we saw Fox Fighter come from well back in race one. We saw Mask Crusader come from last. Oh, I just thought it played fantastic. Randwick. It was a good meeting, good day. I, I'd prefer to play on a, a firm deck than a, one with a bit given it anyway. But we'll jump straight in. Yeah. The first race was the Midway, a benchmark 78 over 1,000 metres. Personally, I think we can follow this race with a bit of confidence. It's uh, one of the better midways that I've seen. Fox Fighter was $13 into 11. Delexo, $8.50 out to $9.50. Capital Rain, they took a set against this horse, $3.40 out to $5. Best backed runner, Don Luigi, $34 offered on Wednesday into $14. Uh, they were home in 56.39. That was the fastest of the 3,000-meter races. The other two were two-year-olds, so... We're not going to take that into too much consideration. Uh, last 600 metres in 32.92. And the best last 600 metres of the race was Fox Fighter in 32.17. And that was the best last 600 of the day, Luke. Yeah, he launched. Uh, good to see Andy Adkins too back in the winner's circle on a Saturday Metropolitan program. This horse just rolled down the outside and uh, he enjoyed that tempo up front set by Capital Rain, who's a fast, free-rolling horse. And, that just allowed Fox Finder to do his thing. David Payne's got him flying. I know you backed on Luigi. Whew, boy, um, it was a sick watch. Um, he had absolutely no luck and he pulled up lane just to really top it all off. Cap it off, yeah, he did. Uh, that horse, Capital Rain, this was a relatively fast race, but he's a very fast horse. He might be one of the fastest horses in Sydney, I reckon. Yeah, he's um, certainly at this, at this sort of grade. He... Um, he is very quick. Uh, uh, Alicia goes quick on him and he just responds. And uh, that's that's what she did at Newcastle last start. And he's able to run uh, above average early and just get them all off a bit. Uh, ran into some better horses, but he's done a great job, this preparation. He'll probably spell now. And Gary Portelli will have a nice horse there next preparation because he's not overly big yet. He just needs to grow a little bit more. And if he does, um, I think he could be a pretty useful split, uh, sprinter. Yeah, no doubt. He's been very well placed by Gary Portelli. Anything you want to follow out of the race? I've got two. Uh, I want to follow Saquon. He didn't have much luck and the draw was against. He was back in trip and I want to follow Don Luigi. Uh, I thought he was very I'm, good and he'll win a race this preparation. I'm with you with Saquon. Okay, well, Saquon from both of us will move on to a very impressive filly, the second race, the Jim Crack Stakes. Uh, set weights for the two-year-old fillies over a thousand meters. They ran time here. They were home in fifty-six seventy-eight. The last six hundred meters was in thirty-three seventeen. They went seven and a half lengths faster than the boys. Best last six hundred meters was 
Wild Calm from the back home in 32.88. The winner, Cool and Gatter, was a big drifter on the day at $1.85 out to $2.50, but she was dominant, Luke. Yeah, top horse. This is an elite two-year-old. Uh, just did it so easy and run the time. They've gone over a second quicker than the Colts. She's the real deal, I think. Um, if she's there on slipper day in that sort of form, I know it's early, but how does it how does it not be highly competitive in a slipper um, off the back of a performance like this, providing she could run 1,200 metres? I see that as no concern at all. Uh, Wild Calm is one to follow. I think it's going to be a nice horse for Annabelle Nisham. You mentioned those closing sectionals. They were very good, and I'm keen to follow its career. Yeah, no doubt. I'm, I think this is a race we can follow with confidence. They went better than the boys. Um, and as you said, I think Coolangatta is definitely a slipper chance if she gets there in uh, good order. 1,200 metres is no problem because she just settled so well. She was three deep without cover, but James was not concerned. She showed a sharp turn of foot, but she was she was really dominant. She was very good. I do want to follow Wild Calm, as you said, as well. But I think the race in general is going to prove a strong form race. But we'll move on to the boys. The race three, two-year-old Colts and Geldings over 1,000 metres. Uh, Sajardin. Gary Portelli, $19 into $10. Very well supported on the day. Zambezi River, $6 out to $7. Emperor, $18 out to $20. As we said, they went a full second at least, slower than the girls. Uh, and the best last 600 metres was Sajardin in 33.93. And he was the only horse in the race to break 34 seconds, Luke. Sensational ride on the winner. Um, on a green two-year-old, the way he weaved through uh, Jay Collett there. That was just absolutely out of the top draw. Uh, nice horse, big, strong fellow. Um, I didn't mind his trial and uh, managed to have something on him um, at the odds. So I was happy to see him get that split and attack the line the way he did. Although the time isn't there, I still think he's a useful animal. Um, but, yeah, just that last 200 overall was was pretty slow. So. Um, not entirely sure. If you back Kaboo, be forgiving. He pulled up Shinsaw and he was hanging badly. So he'll go away and come back next time in a nicer horse. Yeah, no doubt. I'd be interested to see if these can improve. At this stage, I want to pen the race, but uh, we'll move on from them. The Phillies are the ones that I want to follow out of the two-year-olds on the day. The fourth race was a benchmark 88 over 1,600 metres. Wariri Falls was well-supported. $8 into $5.50. Big boy Roy... $4.50 up to $5. Alma Haha was well supported in early markets. $34 on Wednesday. Into $10 on the day. Uh, they went two and a half lengths slower than the Epsom. So that's a, a real, relatively fast race for this class. Uh, they were home in 134.12. Last 600 in 34.83. And the best last 600 metres in the race was the winner, Wariri Falls, home in 34.20 seconds. Luke? Much to say, winner's tough. Um, showed a good turn of foot to win. Beat the usual suspects. I think uh, Olympic Games will win a race soon, but he needs beyond 2,000 to do so. Just follow him in the next few runs, Pundit. Yeah, interesting. Um, he's the only horse that I've, I've got written down here as well to follow. He, he was good on the line there, and he's, he's looking for 2,000 metres plus four-year-olds down on the limit. They usually run well in town. So I want to follow him as well. But we'll move on to the first feature of the race, the first feature of the day, race five, the Group 2 Hill Stakes over 2,000 metres. This was a million-dollar race. Uh, and think it over, 
He was a dollar eighty-five into a dollar seventy-five. Shared ambition six dollars out to six dollars and fifty cents. Cepheus was a real improver, sixty-one dollars into forty-six dollars. There was only one two thousand meter race on the day. They were home in two oh three twelve, and the last six hundred in thirty-three sixty-seven. Uh, best last six hundred was Think It Over in thirty-three fifty-nine. So they walked here, Luke, and they really sprinted home for the stayers. I'm loaded on Think It Over here, and I'll tell you what, I was uh, very nervous at the straight uh, because shared ambition just kept kicking. Uh, one thing I want to mention, punters, and it's still an angle to make some money, uh, that Randwick meeting on the 18th of September, you'll notice Think It Over there in that George Main, he was three wide the whole way. Um, that was one of the runs of the meeting. Any horse who raced off the fence on that day, it was a seven-metre rail, they were significantly disadvantaged. And every feature race winner, think it over, Mars Crusader, the flight winner, never been kissed, uh, private ID Epsom winner, they were all off the fence or wide two weeks ago at Randwick on that leaders, uh, that fence track uh, on the 18th of September. So there's a, a horse coming up this weekend um, that's racing who comes out of that meeting as well that I'll, I'll tip our listeners at the end of the show. But back to think it over. He's just a tough bugger. Um, just finds a way to win here. And he got it done. Shared ambition was good. Horses in the back of the field, they weren't suited by the tempo, K.O. Nautique, et cetera. And I don't think Dewey was suited either, making that early move. Uh, Huey tried to put her in the race, but they just went too slow for her. Yeah, any any of these stayers uh, like Dewey, I, I think Carrot can be... Um can be uh, forgiven for this as well because those sort of horses, they just can't run home in 33. They, they just, it's, it's impossible yep. for horses looking for 2,400 metres plus to, to get home. So this race didn't set up well for them, but uh, think it over, much deserved win. Race we want to follow out into the future, Luke, or no? Hard to say. They'll, they'll all find their right race. I think Dewey's going to a Caulfield Cup. Uh, she'll drop to a very lightweight there, but... Um... I would probably like to see a touch more for it to be a betting proposition in that race at this stage. Yeah, I think Huey was slightly disappointed with her as well. But four-year-old mares in the Caulfield Cup definitely have a good record. Uh, we'll move on to the Premier Stakes, 1,200 metres. Uh, Mars Crusader, he was well-liked in the market, but the damage was done earlier in the week. He, he got out from $2.30 to $2.50 on the day. Uh, standout was $20 out to $23. Embracer hovered around that $21 mark for the day. Uh, it was the fastest of the two 1200s on the day. They were home in 108.33, last 600 in 34.08. And the best last 600 metres was Mars Crusader, home in 33.18. Uh, I, I want to be following Embracer and Jonker out of this race. Jonker didn't have much luck. Embracer would be much better suited under handicap conditions and he just wasn't suited under weight for age. Uh, Mars Crusader, good Everest. Uh, what would you say? Good Everest? Uh, leader. Yeah. Leader. Good leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was. He um, he was ducking and weaving in the straight. Good ride from Tommy. He got the brakes. And we know this horse has fantastic finishing speed. I, I don't think he can win an Everest if he if he can't take some sort of position. He can't win an Everest from last. No, he opinion. just flopped out the back there. And he was too good for this lot. But different, different story yeah. on Everest. Exactly. But he's peaking at the right time for Team Hawks. And, uh, yeah, they've got him flying. I thought lost and running was better. I, ha I had a bet on, on him in this race. Uh, 
I'd something on Lost and Running and I Am Superman. I thought both horses ran well without ever really looking like they were going to win the race. And uh, poor old Rothfire, he's they're not happy with how he's pulled up. So he, he's um, pulling up stumps. He's going home and we won't see him in the Everest. Who would you uh, be taking? Who, who are they going to take out um, into that Everest slot, do you think? No I don't idea. know. I think, tough, tough I think a few, there's a few three-year-olds that are floating around. Um, obviously, Paul Ely and Home Affairs, etc. cetera. Um, in the Congo has been mentioned, but I think there's three possibles in the Everest at this stage. Those are Eduardo, Nature Strip. I'm against Eduardo. Eduardo, you're against him. Yeah. Guitra, is Guitra one of them? Yeah, Guitra, Classic and Nature Strip. But I've, I've got a feeling Everest Day I'll be unloading on Nature Strip and he's been my most maligned thoroughbred of all time. I've never kept caught him. But I, I honestly think this is his year. Everything's well, going perfectly for him. That's the sort of he's going to be the sort of price that you'd want to be unloading on him. Like he's not mm. going to be a, he's not going to be in the red. He's going to be well into the black. He's probably going to be what price is he at the moment? Four or five dollars? He's not even favourite. He's uh, he's five bucks. Classic legend is is four fifty. I think that's wrong. I think Nature Strip should be favourite, even though the Grey is a better horse. He can't possibly be a hundred percent come the big day first up, can he? It's not going to be easy to do, but uh, Les Bridge is the right mm. man to do it if anyone can. Yeah, freak trainer. All right, we'll move on from that. We'll move on to the Phillies over 1,600 metres. The flight stakes never been kissed. $81 into $41. Uh, hinged, $20. Hovered around that mark for most of the day. Star Tontes was an interesting betting move from Wednesday. Um, they did a bit of damage in the pre-post market. She was into 360 when she opened on Wednesday. She got out to $5 on the day, and then she was really well supported late. $4.40 she started. Uh, this was the second fastest 1,600 on the day. They went 134.04. The last 600 metres was home in 35.21. Best last 600 metres was 34.51 hinged. Uh, they went two and a half lengths slower than the Epsom. Uh, she's all class. She bled from both nostrils, so she can be forgiven. What was the horse to follow out of this? I think Hinged is going to a core a thousand guineas, Luke. Yes, I think you're right. And I think she'd be competitive. Uh, they're an even bunch of fillies. I bet up on Star Tontes here. I thought um, she had a chance, just got a bit too far back. I dismissed the winner and, and made a mistake. Just getting back to my point earlier about that bias, she was three wide at a most recent start on a hot rail. There was a case to forgive her and she's gone around 40s. Um, I missed it. And uh, it was the first of a group one double for Regan Bayless here. Yeah, good effort by Regan. It's good to see him kicking some goals in Sydney now. Um, but yeah, she was very good. Uh, Star Tontes, I, I backed her as well. I thought she was one of the better bets of the day. I think we probably made made a slight mistake with her. Uh, Sixteen hundred meters, it, it really wasn't a worry in the end. But I think she was a little bit flattened by that real fast race in the Golden Rose, and then backing up a week later. Uh, so that's something we can take into the future. But um, I think Hinged has got a, a real real hope in the thousand guineas. Uh, this is going to be a good form race. Uh, I, I don't think the fillies in Melbourne are any better, and and she was one of the better runs of this race for sure. Yeah. Anything else to add? No, I just um, 
Yeah, this episode, mate, it, it, it gave me a thrill uh, when Alicia hit the front. Did you have the, the best champagne was one. on ice? Did you have the champagne on ice? Uh, I tell you what, I was thinking about it at the 200, but um, this horse is a real star private eye. He's just an awesome galloper. Uh, great yeah. day for Regan Bayless. He, he was sensational in winning. Did private eye shock you a little bit? Did you think he needed this thing out of the track to, to win it? I didn't have him in my first four on Friday when we did the punters panel. And as these horses won, never been kissed, Mask Crusader, think it over. I finally got it into my skull how disadvantaged he was at his most recent start. He was three and four wide on that biased track. Yeah, the entire as well, without cover. It, mate, he was so easy to back here, as was Arameo in the same boat against the bias. They've run one, two. Um, the the favoured runners, um, Riadini, Hungry Heart, they both raced on the fence on that bias track. So if you just use that method alone, it was easy to find the Quinella. It's always easy after the race, isn't it? But um, on the other horses, I thought Dallas Sam was fantastic. J-Max had some bad luck in this race. He's been knocked off by narrow margins, I think, four times um, in close finishes. So he just can't quite crack it in an Epsom. Uh, Ice Bath was very unlucky. Yeah, Ice Bath was very unlucky, and 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 the, the, not enough rain fell for her. But she she's equally adept on on dry surfaces as well. I thought Mawunga was good, Luke. Uh, he was three deep without yeah. cover, um, and he, he did a good to get as close as he, he as he did. And and Cascadian, he just his racing pattern doesn't suit. Um, it's not it's not a winning racing pattern. He just gets too far back in his races, and he, and he needs too much luck. But he went well, and he will continue to go well in in mild handicap group ones, but uh, he needs plenty of luck to win. Anything else to add? No, mate. Uh, move on to this good man, Montefilio in the Metrop, eh? Yeah, let's do it. Race nine was the group one Metropolitan over 2,400 metres. Montefilio was $6.50 into $6. Uh, on Tont, four eighty out to $5 on the day. Harpo marks $18.00. Out to $26. The best backed runner was no compromise. $16 on Wednesday into $9.50 on the day. Uh, they were home in 227.79. Last 600 in 35.93. And the best last 600 was Great House home in 35 flat. Uh, good race. Montefilia getting a much deserved Group 1 2400 metre uh, event. She, she sort of ticked off that box for the first time, Luke. She doesn't run an inch past it, does she? Um, I know she had to make a bit of an early move, but she was completely empty on the line. But Huey got a home, 100th Group 1 winner for him. Um, she's just a great mare, and broken record, another horse against the bias at Ramwick, uh, racing off the fence and making a wide run. Um, and there it was on time, just a tough horse. Great run from him, well ridden by T. Clark. Uh, Charm Star was a bit unlucky. There was a, a run stain to present for her. And she just couldn't get through that gap. Had she have done so, I think she runs third or fourth, but take nothing away from the winner. She's a terrific mare. She gave a lot of them weight and she got it done. Yeah, I will say one thing about Montefilia as well and Charm Star. Um, they were both to 2,400 metres relatively early in their preparation. So they were mm. both third up and they, they both got there relatively early. So whether or not they both have a little bit of fitness improvement to come, because Montefilly is going to go to a Caulfield Cup now. I'm not sure if you know where Charm Star is going to go. I think it might go there as well. Yeah, so so both those horses 
at 2,400 metres at their next start, mm. they can probably strip a touch fitter. Um, yep. I know you had something on no compromise. He didn't have the best of luck, but he did follow Montefilia, but he was just flushed out a little bit earlier. And I think he's, he's, yeah. he's better suited if he draws a gate. I honestly don't want to forgive him. I thought he had his chance, but uh, he was he was sucking up there behind Montefilia. Cathy pulled him off her back in the straight and he whacked. Um, he just wasn't up to the class. Yeah, you might be right as well. I would be... And, I, and you're I right. I did, I did have a... Him. I, had a, I had a decent bet on him um, and, and I, I thought he was um, he was giving his chance. Well, really, uh, he, he had 10 weeks off in New Zealand. So... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's only had a five-week freshen up um, in mm. between ten starts, so he wouldn't have much left in in the tank. You wouldn't think, but Chris Waller can get plenty out of them. But um, he might be coming to the end of his preparation, and and that might have just been uh, that might have been it for him. We'll, but we'll find out where he goes to next. Uh, anything else to add for that race? Uh, happy with that, mate. That was um, yeah. Uh... I don't know if it was a vintage Metrop, but the winner deserved it. Yeah, no doubt. I actually think that it was a relatively strong Metrop, and I think she can she can run well in a, a Caulfield Cup. But the last race was a benchmark 94 over 1,200 metres. Big parade was 390 out to 480 on the day. Gravina, very well supported. On Wednesday, he went up $7, and he SP'd $1.95. I got on at about $5.50, so... I was on him at good odds. Uh, prime candidate was $8 out to $12. There was two 1200s on the day. This one was home in 109.30, last 600 in 34.08. And the best last 600 metres was Ravina, home in 32.97. They went six lengths slower than the Premier Stakes, Luke. They did. Ravina was a good result for me here. Um, just come up short. It's going well. But, it, I mean, the winner's given it a lot of weight. Gravina just got that little bit too far back and um, has run on well. But you've got to give kudos to Big Parade. He's a, he's a torturous horse, though. I mean, he, he's hit or miss. I know you he's still running good races. But can't back him No, you can't. Confidence. You can't. But look at his record. Seven wins from 14, four placings. How do you knock a horse with that sort oh, of record? You, yeah, you can't knock him. Just... He's probably been, he's probably a bit bit like Nature Strip earlier in his career. He's got beat at short odds on several occasions. Yeah, now. exactly. And people only remember that. But um, he was findable on the weekend. He's carried sixty one to victory here, and he was too good. Gravina, I'll probably stick with under the right circumstance, but um, it might want a bit further. Gee, it's, yeah. got, it's got to the line here hard, didn't it? Uh, well, I mean, well, he's. He's clearly the best last 600. And um, I, I just think he began a little bit awkwardly. I had him much yeah. closer to the speed than that. Um, he was closer to the speed the other day, and that, that was over 1,100. Then he's got out to 1,200, and he's got a lot further back in a smaller field. Um, but, yeah, he's, he went super. And I think that he will – I think he's got stakes ability, Gravina, mm. personally. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a good day. It was just a little sour note to end – um, getting so close there to an absolute fill-up. but Well, for us anyway. Uh, but that's, for those who back Big Parade, they, they had a, a fill-up and ended the day on and, a positive note. And good luck to them. Definitely. Um, what's your horse to follow out of the meeting? Um, uh, I should have given this more thought. 
Have you got That's one okay. first? I'll, 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 you I'll say, I'll say Gravina. I, I think Gravina will be winning at his next start, wherever they go. Uh, benchmark class, if he can stay down in the weights, that's absolutely ideal. Benchmark 94, benchmark 100, something like that. He's going to be hard to beat. He's going to be well found by the market, um, which is okay. unfortunate. But if he could get to a black type race, we'd have no weight on his back. He, he'd have to be a hope. Um, outside of that, who else do I think could win a race? We thought Olympic Gaze could win a race if he's placed well enough, uh, up to a mile and a quarter. But uh, in the first race as well, I want to say Don Luigi, he's going to be winning race of this preparation. Perfect, mate. I won't give you a horse to follow, but as I, as I sort of alluded to earlier in the show, I'll, I'll give your uh, listeners one to have something on for this weekend. Yep, I've got the pen out. What is it? Uh, equation. He's running in the Silver Eagle if he, if he goes there. Um, he's he's in the NOM, So, yep, another horse against the bias there at Ramwick. And he's 11 bucks. I think he's a fantastic bet at that price. Yeah, and he was well supported the other day in early markets, so no reason why the money yeah. won't come for him again. Mate, very good. Have a great week and looking forward to this good racing just continuing on. We've got the spring champion. Um, I've got an all-in bet there on Profondo, so um, I'll be giving him a cheer. Yeah, 100%. He'll be a good chance if he if he can not duck in over the concluding stages. He's yes. going to give himself every possible chance. But I'll let you get back to your night. Thanks for coming on the show and have a great week. Hope you're back plenty of winners. Thanks, BJ. See you guys. See you guys.